Hi, this is Bruce Walsh, and we're listening to a special episode of How Books Happen. Uh, today I'm speaking with Sarah Longman, who is an educator in Regina and the first person, in fact, who brought in the education of Augie Morasti into the classroom. Uh, and Sarah, of course, has uh, deep knowledge of residential school issues, uh, which she will explain to us in this episode. I'm a supervisor of Aboriginal education. I've been an educator now for about 24 years. I work with Regina Public Schools. Uh, my background is I am Anishinaabe. I am a proud registered member of George Gordon First Nation here in the province of Saskatchewan. I'm an absolute fan of the Augie book. The history of Augie and his journey and his life is very aligned with my own family. I am uh, the first child of my mother's children who did not have to attend a residential school. So my siblings, who I have six of them who are older than me, attended the residential schools. You know, just by, by the grace of, you know, the creator, um, I didn't go to the residential schools. But having said that, even though I did not go to the schools, I grew up with the schools. I grew up in an environment where, you know, there, there were a couple generations of, of my family who went to the residential school. Uh, my home community, George Gordon First Nation, is one of the last residential schools to close in Saskatchewan. I think maybe even in Canada, which was in 1996. So it's very recent. It's a very it's it's not a historic history, you know, from hundreds of years ago. It's really close to home. So for me, I understand, you know, fully intergenerational impact and all of those those historical. Uh, documents and how they played out, played out and affected and impacted my life personally. But I also saw the fallout of the trauma in my family. Mm-hmm. I saw the symptoms of, you know, trying to deal with the trauma, the symptoms, you know, come out in alcoholism, family violence, anger, you know, inability to show affection, even to the point of lack of parenting. So part of my own personal journey has been to learn about who my family members really were, like what some of their experiences are. Now, because it's been so fresh, there's still a great hesitance to talk about the specific incidents. I might never know what my siblings went through, but I know that they went through some trauma because I can see and I felt the trauma that was alive and well. So when I'm reading Augie's story, it was a way to help me understand at a different level. And it was a way, every time he shared one of his memories... I could almost feel the resurgence of emotions that must have came along with every memory. And one of those memories caused another traumatic episode where there's a a trigger that takes place. And this trigger, you know, everybody responds differently to the triggers. But I know with my own family, I know that there's triggers. So when we think of, you know, Augie's journey and, and, and the book taking, you know, an extensive amount of time from start to finish... All of those gaps in getting some pieces of paper written, to me, that was like, okay, he had another episode, and he's gone for a while, because he had to go away, and he had to deal with it, and whatever skills he had to deal and cope with some of the memories and the trauma. And when the trauma returns, it, it's an emotional response. You could feel it in your gut. You can feel it. And sometimes you don't know how to deal with those emotions and those feelings other than trying to stomp them out in whatever way you can. And as I read his book, 
it showed me and gave me some insights into really understanding some of the experiences that my family members went through. And I'm thinking about this elderly man, and, and I'm feeling that this bond <laughs> beginning to develop with, with a person I've never met before, but because of the shared lived experience. That was my connection, that was my bond. And Augie doesn't know this, but Augie helped me um, with my own personal healing, but he also helped me to understand forgiveness, like real forgiveness and understanding what he went through, his lived experience. The other piece that I loved about his book is the, the story in its entirety. It's a story about a hero. It's a story about resistance. It's a story about, you know, uh, survival. It's a story about a young boy who was taken away and everything that you could possibly imagine, every type of abuse, was, was forced on this young child. And in spite of all of that, he was still here. Like, what a story of, of resilience and the spirit, you know, the strength of the spirit to continue and to um, evolve. And, you know, the, the most precious gift um, that he could have left with us was this genuine story of the spirit, the fighting spirit that we as Indigenous people have. And to me, it's such a strong encouragement to continue doing some of the work that I'm doing, to continue on my journey. Because, you know, there are days when I have to, I have to, to step back and think, okay, that's it. I'm done. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> and I just want to walk away. And then I think about my family members. I think about the children who went to the residential school. I think about Augie. They did not have the option to give up and walk away. That wasn't an option for them. So to me, it's like, okay, smarten up. <laughs> you can do better. You can do better. So there's a, a way of encouraging me. One of the things that I absolutely love about working with our elders, our knowledge keepers, our life givers, our fighters, is that when you take a look at everything that has happened to them, they still find a way of giving back to us. And, and them giving back to us is sharing their story. And it's to help us. And I think what a beautiful selfless act to give again so much of themselves. Not for them, but to help us to understand our history and where we came from. To me, that's the most beautiful gift that we could ever receive. So when people look at this book, I hope that they could see the big picture. I hope that they could see, you know, his journey in, in its totality. And I hope that they could step back and admire his journey. And yes, there's some dark pieces to it, but it's also a story of overcoming so much in so many different ways. So that I love so much, so, so many pieces in the book connected deeply, deeply with me. And like I said, every time I read, you know, Augie's experience, I would put it in my lap. I'd read a page. I'd put the book down on my lap. And I would think of my family. I would think of my sisters. I would think of my brothers, my mother, you know, her siblings. And it would just, I would be filled with emotion. 
thinking about this and reconnecting with them. And they're not able to tell their story yet, but Augie's story has helped me to understand the impact of their stories. So it's been a story. It's been a journey for me, a journey of, of admiration, a journey of absolute deep respect for this man. And I am so sorry that I never had a chance to meet him. This may, might sound a little weird, but he. Um, sometimes there's connections that you make with people, and you may not have met these people. And I totally understand. Uh, what's the singer's name? Gord Downey. And I think about his connection with Cheney Winjack, a little child that he never met. Yeah. I understand that connection. Yeah. I understand that connection because I have that connection with a man that I never met. And it's a profound story, mm-hmm. and it's made a profound impact on my own journey. And for that, I'd be deeply grateful to this wonderful man that we call Augie. Of course, uh, the book hasn't affected you just as a reader because you wrote the teacher's guide in the new edition. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and about bringing it into the school system? I mean, you've been you were the first to adopt it into uh, the high school system in Canada, and now it's being taught everywhere. It's been, I think, it's been wonderful to bring it uh, into the schools, and I have to tell you, it wasn't the easiest thing to do. You know, there were different opinions as to whether or not the the content was the content that we wanted to bring into schools. So as you go through the book, there are some pieces that, you know, he's very explicit about explaining um, some of the sexual events, for example, that happened in his life. I wrestled with that a little bit. And I have to tell you, the first time I read those pieces in his book, there was a, a little bit in my stomach that just kind of jumped. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh boy, you know, as a teacher, do we bring this into the classroom? And I'm so fortunate because I work with a with a group of wonderful, wise, wise people um, in our division. And, and I talked to one of our elders, and I, and I said to her, you know, Cook, I'm, I'm having this little bit of a struggle here, and I'm not sure if, if this would be appropriate to take into schools. And I said, because it's going to be presented to children. And her infinite wisdom, she looked at me and she says, but Sarah, this happened to children. And it was like, oh, you're absolutely right. This is stories about what happened to children. Why would we prevent children mm-hmm. from learning about those incidents? Mm-hmm. So we, we said, yes, we want to bring this out into our English language arts courses, make it available in our schools, to our classrooms. We didn't want an isolated Indian studies kind of area. We wanted it to be open to students in other subject areas as well, uh, that they would have an opportunity to read and engage with Augie. One of the pieces that we did talk about was we need to ensure that you know our educators have an opportunity to read the text before taking it into the classroom to you know prepare the students and to talk about some of those deep moments that you know Augie so openly shares with us mm-hmm. and often as educators that's a very difficult place to go mm. it's uh you got to take a little bit of a risk um in doing it and and those of us that have you know our, our teachers are very professionally trained in how to deliver this type of content. It's a part of our history, and it's a part of our very contemporary times. When we take a look at some of our issues in in Aboriginal uh, communities, you know, things like murdered and missing Indigenous women, there's a connection here. 
to some of these contemporary issues. When we take a look at some of the suicides that are happening in some of our Indigenous communities in the Lush, read Augie to understand why some of these things are happening. Like, there's, there's definite connections to today. And I think, you know, reading those books and helping our kids to see how all of these historical events have impacted what we see today and making that vital connection. And that was Sarah Longman talking about the education of Augie Morasti and why she brought it into the classroom. This is How Books Happen. Sign up for more episodes. Mm-hmm.